Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Matty D. Kieran, you haven't been biting Timothy's bottom, have you? <laughs> I have been. I knew you I knew you were. I knew you were. I can see it on your face. Yes. And Grindelwald can uh, make memories disappear, which is a very yeah. useful power, I would say. Yeah, I need that. I need that too. And also, the coffee tastes better with mushrooms. And if you didn't want to yes. know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. There you go. Spoilers. <laughs> So, it's been two years in the making, but Maddie D and I are here to look back at our original predictions that we did for Sonic the Hedgehog 2, of course, which is a sequel to a movie we've covered in the past, as well as Fantastic Beast: The Secrets of Dumbledore. And now we're here to do a double feature on how close we were to predicting the plots of those movies. And we both did uh, unique plots for those movies. We both did individual plot predictions for those movies. So, I'm very excited this week to find out who was closer to the actual movies. Manny D, what are your thoughts? I'm excited for both movies. I'm oh, excited yeah? to talk about both movies. I am very excited to uh, talk about both movies. I think I spent a week of my life just working. I just heard your watch. Yeah, sorry. I just heard Siri talking. Even Siri's excited. Siri's excited as well. Yeah. Oh wow. Had That's to watch so- these movies with me, so she has skin in the game. Yeah, <laughs> she's really upset with you. Yeah. So I think it's worth saying we're going to be talking about Sonic the first half of this episode. And Sonic two. Sonic two, yeah. and then Fantastic Beasts the second half. So if you want to skip forward to hear about our Fantastic Beasts yeah. plots. You can do that, but please listen to the whole episode. Yes, please do. So, I think it's really important to point out that this isn't necessarily a review of both Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Two sequels. We're here to talk about two random sequels in our lives right now. About animated animals, which is our link with the movies today. That's it. (laughs) You called it, Matty D. That was going to be my big thing at the end that I was going to reveal. You spoiled it at the start. It's all right. It's okay. It's all right. I thought you might have had something different. No, I didn't. Because I was like looking at these two movies. I I know we like to link the two movies that were covered. And I was like, there's nothing similar about these movies at all. Oh, wait, animated animals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yes, this isn't going to be a review of the movie. So if you haven't seen either Sonic the Hedgehog 2 or Fantastic Beast: The Secrets of Dumbledore, I'd recommend watching those movies first. But at least please go back and listen to our original episodes that we recorded on both Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Fantastic Beast: The Secrets of Dumbledore because we're just going to relate what we said back to those original episodes and not the actual movie. Yeah, and you're going to be as confused as we were watching Fantastic Beasts. Yes, you... (laughs) The whole point of that movie is to confuse the audience. So, uh, yeah, you're going to be just as lost as we were watching the movie as well as predicting the movie because we had no idea in that movie. Let's just say it right now. We're not talking about Fantastic Beasts right now, but both of us had no idea. And so, which is why I'm really excited to do this episode because I want to know who was closer Mm. to uh, actually predicting the movie because, oh boy, watching the trailer, we're like, what the fuck's going on in this movie? And then watching the movie, we're like, what the fuck's going on in this movie? Table that conversation. Table that thought because we're going to that second. Because first of all, we're going to Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Let's talk about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Let's start with the palate cleanser. (laughs) I love that you said it like that. So, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Matty D. Uh First question I have to ask you. How much do you think that Sonic the Hedgehog 2 made in the worldwide box office? Yeah, how much did the last one make? Do we know? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. What was the it budget? It made a fair it? amount. Yeah. So the budget was $110 million. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, I think it did uh, around about, I'm going to say, 700. I can guarantee you, sorry. Yes. Sorry to interrupt. I can guarantee you that the first movie didn't have an $110 million budget. Yeah, right. So I would guess uh, between. Roll it back. Roll it back. Yeah. You think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I was going to say 600 mil. I heard 700 at the start there. Uh, I was going to go into the 700 area, but uh, if I'm rolling it back, maybe maybe like 500 mil, 400 Ooh, mil. Ooh, interesting. Oh, okay, interesting. So the movie made 405.4 <laughs> nice. million dollars. I'm getting better at this. So yeah, it was a massive success. Yeah. Did it beat Fantastic Beasts and where to find them? Yeah, I I think so. Without saying anything about the quality of the movies, I think more people were excited to maybe see, you know, Sonic is a family-friendly movie. And also, it was, at the time, thought to be Jim Carrey's last performance. Not anymore, but at the time, it was thought to be. I can't believe that. So, I would say yes. Okay, interesting. We'll find out later in this episode. So, a sequel has been announced Mm. to Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So, we're going to get Sonic the Hedgehog 3 uh, this year, I believe. And I have written here in my notes, but Jim Carrey is unlikely to return due to him retiring from acting. And the producers have said that they're not going to recast the character of Dr. Robotnik. As of yesterday, it has officially been announced that Jim Carrey is returning for Sonic the Hedgehog 3. I wonder what made him change his mind because he was he pretty said, adamant. Well, he said, like, the only reason I'd return to the role is if they had a really good script, uh, which makes okay. me hopeful. That's very interesting. <laughs> he must have read the script for Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and been like, Jesus Christ, wow. Citizen Kane has nothing on Sonic the Hedgehog 3. <laughs> That's so weird because this guy can do anything. And, you know, I love the fact that he's in Sonic and he brings so much to, like, his performance yes. in these movies. But... It's just interesting that he's just coming back for this. Yeah, yeah, it is strange. Yeah. I don't quite get it, but yeah, they did officially announce yesterday that he's returning to the role. So I'm going to be interested to see well, what he does. Happy to hear that. Yes, and it did look like he died at the end of the movie as well. So yeah, well, they kind of indicated that he wasn't dead. No, it right? was very wishy-washy. Yeah, but yeah, should we get into what we said about yes. the movie? Originally? Let's do it. And I believe it was uh, me who went first in that original episode. It was, it was. So we should get into what I said. Yes, but before we do, I think we need to explain our point system, right? For anybody who's new to the show, we have a point system. So I'm going to be grading Kieran's plot. Uh, He's going to be grading mine. If Kieran called anything that wasn't in any of the promotional materials, he's going to get two points. If he calls something that uh, was in the promotional material, for example, if he saw something in the trailer and said, this is how this happens, then he gets a point. If you got something kind of on the right track, it's half a point. So if you got a detail, that, you know, half a detail that was kind of correct and yes. that's half a point. And if you guess something that wasn't in the movie at all, that's zero points. And I tally all those up and I make a score for Kieran mm. on how well he did with his prediction. Now, typically what we used to do is I used to go through every single point that Kieran made in yep. his prediction. Uh, but since we're doing a double feature, I'm only going to talk about the highlights of your yes. prediction, the things I found interesting, the things that really stood out. So I'm not going to mention every single point, but I have actually given you points for everything. So I wrote down everything that I thought that you said that was really funny or stuff that you had dead on the money. As a result, I have four pages of notes. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, I don't have four pages of notes okay. uh, for you, but- oh, uh, I wonder why. Well, we'll get right into it. So, so the first thing you started talking about was how the movie was going to open, and you correctly uh, called the start of the movie with Sonic referring to himself as Blue Justice and stopping an armored truck. So, I'll give you points off that straight off the bat. You also called- the gun organization. Yes. Well done. That was that. a big thing in my plot. Yes, it was. And you said that the organization was made up from agents of the first so movie. what does gun stand for? Gun, it, you said it in the- I don't know if you said it in the prediction. I, I said I don't know what it stands for. Yes. The uh, they said it in the movie. I'm trying to remember what it was. United I think it's was, Guardians of the United Nations. Something like that. Something along those lines. Something like that. I didn't have it written down. I remember they explained it. But you did call that gun was an organization here, and it was being led by the same guy who worked with Robotnik in Olive the first Garden movie. Olive Garden guy, yeah. Olive Garden guy, yes. Yeah. So, 
points for that. That was well done. There was no real indication that that was going to happen. No. no information on the trailer. I believe Gun is an organization from the video from games. The video games right. But, you know, nothing nothing else was leading us to believe that they were going to be in the movie. Now, you uh, called that Tom's speech in the rowboat had been edited, and you correctly yeah. picked up the fact that in this scene, he was urging Sonic not to be a hero rather than being a hero. Yes. Because one of the trailers kind of made it look like Tom was saying, go get him, Tiger. Yes. But that was not the case at all. And kudos to you. You called that. Because so in the original trailer, they said, yeah, they really butchered. I could tell that it was really butchered in the editing where they said, the time is for you to be the hero. <laughs> when he was actually saying, the time will come when uh, it's appropriate for you to be a hero, but that isn't right now because you're, you know, you're still a kid, blah, 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 blah. It was a, it was a long scene. So Yes. But yeah, I, I totally called. You called it. They, they butchered that scene. But yes. So you correctly guessed that Robotnik was going to escape using some inventions. I think I deserve a bonus point for saying that he used mushroom in his, mushrooms in his inventions. Yeah, I'll uh, give you a bonus point. Thanks, man. Uh, you called that they were going to Rachel's wedding in Hawaii. There was no indication that that was going to be the case. Yeah. We saw them on vacation, but the fact that it was a wedding and the fact that it was Rachel's wedding gives you two points there. And you said that she would be cold towards Tom still, like in the first movie. Now, I'll give you points for that. She's a little bit nicer at the start, at least. She wants to bury the hatchet, but yes. there's still some coldness there. So, I'll give you she points says, for that. She says, if you ruin my wedding, I will end you. <laughs> yes. Yes. You said that the meeting with Knuckles and Robotnik would happen off screen. Now, that's not the case. We see it at the start of the movie. Yeah. But the relationship between Knuckles and Robotnik, you pretty much predicted correctly. Yeah. Uh, you said that Sonic would remember Knuckles as a breed of warrior that killed his owl mum, Longclaw. Mm-hmm. That is the case. He sees Knuckles and re- recognizes him from his childhood flashback in the first movie. You had. I'm so- sure you uh, shed it like a very manly tear when you saw the owl mum on screen. Of course, of course. As you stated. Here we thought we didn't. We didn't think we'd see a lot of the owl mum. In yeah. this movie, but we did. Yes. And by the way, I was like, the Our Mum Longclaw, that's probably a game thing, right? It's no, not. It's made up for the it's movie. It's made up for yeah, the movie. That's right. What a weird thing to make up for the movie. Yeah. Anyway, like Sonic has a mum who's an owl. Who thinks of that? Well, you know the rule that with movies that every movie has to start with a childhood flashback. Yeah, of course. So they had to like crowbar a uh, childhood flashback into that original movie. Yes. Because it's the rules. Yes. But, uh, you know, it's not just a- So, you need a parental figure. You need someone to, like, when Sonic falls down and scrapes his knee, you need a- Of course. To come in and say, but as not, long as I'm around, you'll be all right. Not a hedgehog mum? No, of course not. That would be weird. <laughs> that would be the, you know, that would be the rational way to go, but anyway. Yeah. You know, I like Long Claw, so- Why? I don't know. Because <laughs> it was- He doesn't actually like- I do actually just like Long Claw. It's a beautiful character. Yeah. Maybe yeah. my favourite Sonic character. Sure. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. <laughs> now, you had a lot of issues with Tails. Uh, oh, yeah, I did. Yes, you did. I went on and on and on like a meatloaf song. So, the issue you had is in the trailer, there's a scene where Tails introduces himself to um, to Sonic, says, hey, I'm Tails, and it's the scene yeah. in the plane where they're sort of flying off into action. And that scene, and you called it correctly, happened midway through the movie. Because no, at the end. At the end, I sorry. said it was going to be the climax. Yes, and yes. it was. And it was, yes. But uh, all through the movie, we know that Tails is kind of hanging out with Sonic as a, as a buddy road trip almost adventure movie. So, you were kind of confused with- how this introduction happened later on in the movie and you thought that maybe Tails was going to call him Miles, introduce himself as Miles first and then call him Tails yeah. later on. Now, actually, in the actual movie, the they trailer just, lied. just flat out lied. The yeah. trailer lied. There is, this doesn't happen in the movie, but it was because in the trailer, this scene never happens. So, in the trailer, they specifically said, so uh, it's at the climax 
And uh, we see Tails and Sonic together and Tails says specifically in the trailer and we see it with his mouth moving and everything, the name's Tails. Yes. And that never happens in the movie. And then Sonic says, all right, here's the plan. I'm going to like do, do some lighthearted mockery and then we're going to make yeah, it up yeah, as yeah. we go. In the movie, what happens is they're flying. Knuckles also, disappears. Also, Knuckles is there. Yes, and he's not there in the not trailer. Not there in the trailer. So, so they completely lied in the trailer again. Knuckles disappears and then... Sonic goes, where'd Knuckles go? Oh, well, let's go attack him. That scene never happens in the movie. But good on me for trying to work it into the plot. <laughs> it caused you so much strain. Yes. And it was the one thing in your prediction that you're like, I can't make sense of this. Yes. And it turns out the trailer just lied. Yes. Which is an example of this happening. Yes. And we've said this in the past. This does happen from time to time. And But I have to justify everything that happens in the trailer. <laughs> yes. So I was trying to justify something that never happened in the movie. But in doing it, I think I got closer to what happened in the movie than if I was just like, oh, well, well this is going to happen earlier on in the movie. Yeah, you know sure. What I mean? Sure. And you called the whole Miles Tales sort of nickname yeah. revelation where he t- talks about like why he's called Tales, which yes. does happen in the movie, to your point. Now, you thought that Longclaw told Sonic the story of the Emerald as a child. She does tell him the story, but it's through a holographic message yes. that he discovers later on. Yes. Not as the not not when he's a child, but it was very close to what happens in the actual movie. So I'll give you points for that, but not full points. Uh, when pressed, you said that the MacGuffin. You sort of said Sonic's chasing a MacGuffin that'll lead him to the Emerald. Yeah, in the middle point of the movie, he's in the going middle- to a temple to get a MacGuffin. Yes, and you just referred to he, it as yes. a MacGuffin. And when I pressed you for that, you said, "I don't know, it might be a map." And you were right. Map, it was the map from Uncharted. So yes. it was a compass in the actual. Movie. Yes, I, I was also going to say it's also a compass. So the map leads to the compass, which leads to the Emerald. Uh, but yeah, and that- you laughed and laughed at me and thought I was so silly for going on about this MacGuffin, and it turned out well, to be an actual thing in the movie. I that laughed didn't at you matter. because you didn't want to say what the MacGuffin is. You just said it's a MacGuffin, and no one cares what it is. But it's funny that when you said, when I asked you what it is, you're like, I don't know, a map or something, and it was. Yeah, it was a map. Yeah, and also it didn't matter in the movie what it was. Not really, no. It absolutely didn't matter in the movie, and it was just a MacGuffin. And then, like I said, listening back, this is what blew my mind. Listening back to the episode, I'm like. I'm just throwing stuff out there. Yes. And this is beat for beat what's happening in the movie. And even in the movie, they don't care what the MacGuffin is. And it literally is just a MacGuffin. Uh, I remember when I first watched the movie and listened to your plot first, because sometimes I listen to the plot first and watch the movie and listen to the plot again. And I was like, I don't remember there being a map or a compass. And then when you watch the movie, it's there, but it's so forgettable that you don't really register because that's how meaningful it is. They spend more time chasing the map around than they do talking about the MacGuffin. Yeah. The the Emerald. yeah, Yeah. Or the compass. Yeah. Yeah, but the way you describe the MacGuffin is pretty much how it's used in the movie. Moving on. You called Tails' story arc about getting confidence. So you mm-hmm. said the journey Tails makes is that he learns, you know, He self-esteem. starts off as a coward and then, you know, eventually becomes more brave. Which is true. On. Points At for the, you. Uh, the sort of, through the encouragement of Sonic. Yeah, so points for you. Uh, you called that Robotnik was going to betray Knuckles. Points there. Yes. That does happen. It happens at the end of the movie and it's sort of uh, fed all the way through the movie. We know that's going to happen and he does do it. You called the big Robotnik robot, yeah, which I laughed at you for, but it yeah. was in the movie. And oh, and it was a big scene too. I didn't see it in the trailer. I know, oh, right? Didn't you? Didn't you? No, I didn't. Oh, so, so you're saying that right now? Yes, yes, okay. I'm saying it right now. I when I watched the trailer, I didn't see it. And I remember after we did the episode, you actually showed me in the trailer and you were like, yes. what's that, Matty D? What's that? What's that big robot there in the background? I was like, son of a bitch. It's there. It's there. Uh, you realize this is going to impact your points. What do you mean? 
You'll find out soon when we talk about what you said. Sure, sure. Uh, so I actually watched the trailer again, and I think the trailer I watched doesn't have the robot in it because no, I it could does. not find there it. There was only one trailer when we did the original episode, yeah. and the robot is in the trailer very prominently. Well, we'll have to watch it again because I'm not. I didn't see it. I watched it a few times. I was like, "Where's this robot?" But I remember when we when we watched it together, you pointed it out to me. Yes. So you did call it. So points for you. You said that Knuckles would work together with Sonic. Mm-hmm. Which is true. That happens at the climax of your plot and also the movie. I think I deserve a bonus point here yes, because you do. I said, you said Tails would be, Tails would be there, well. and you were like, "Yeah, actually." And I was like, I'll give Matty D a bonus point for saying that Tails would be involved in the f- that all three characters would be involved in the yes, final fight. Yes, and you said that all of their powers would balance each other out, making them an unstoppable force, which is the case in the movie. You said that Knuckles will become the guardian of the Emerald at the end of the movie. He'll take up that mantra. That's true. It that sounds t- like I'm getting the movie pretty much beat for beat, Matty D. You are. You are. I mean, there's not much Somebody wrong Somebody was here. laughing at me in the original episode saying that, like, this t- plot is terrible. <laughs> well, I think part of my enjoyment of your plot was uh, how much you were struggling through it because yes. you didn't recall what you wrote because so, you were quite intoxicated yes, when you so wrote that plot. I, I had a few beers, as I said, yes. in the original episode, and I wrote it right before I went to bed the day before before we did the the episode recording. Yes. And you were like, your plot is stupid. <laughs> I'm, I was sitting there like going, what did I write? And then it turns out what I wrote was, oh, wait, the plot of the movie. Yes, we're getting to it. We're getting to it. Anyway, coming to the end of your movie, uh, you said that there's going to be an end credit scene where Shadow will appear. Oh, interesting. Feeding us to... Uh, a sequel. What? Oh, yes. Okay. Leading us to a sequel. Leading us to a sequel where Shadow's going to be in it. So, I'll give you points for that because there's no information that was going to happen and that was in the movie. Stupid plot. And the uh, the last thing uh, that I want to say about your plot is something that I think deserves a bonus point for me because I said at the end of your plot, this is going to be the movie, which is true. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm not going to count that. Uh, you were saying that in a, as a joke. Uh, but I did say it. Yeah. But did you believe it? <laughs> Doesn't matter. No, it's what I you said, did not, believe not it. the intention. Uh, so, racking that all together, I just want to say about your plot, uh, it was a fun time listening to it. It was a fun yes. time listening back to that episode because- you had an interesting journey going through your notes. You forgot about what you said. You, yes. you had to like make sense of things on the spot. Uh, but in a weird way, you called the movie. Yes. There's not a lot that you didn't get. I mean, no. you pretty much got everything, which is yes. crazy. Uh, with that, telling it all up, you got 60 points. 60 points. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought I would have got more. <laughs> I guess that's just uh, based on the person giving the point. But, <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I thought that was good. Yeah. 60 is good. Yeah, I guess 60 is all right. Not entirely happy with that. But yeah, I guess I didn't nail the movie 100%. Oh, wait. I pretty much did. <laughs> hey, that's that's how it came to me when I tallied all the points. I think the lesson here is that drunk Kieran should write more plots. Yes. Well, do more predictions. <laughs> who's to say he hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> that's so, your superpower, I think. Yes. So like let's- the, the drunk- Kieran is like, let's see how well Matty D did with predicting. The let's do it. Something. I want to know if he did better than I did. <laughs> yeah, okay. So let's hear it. So first off, we agreed that Matty D would get a bonus point if there was a flashback featuring young Knuckles being tasked with predicting the Chaos Emeralds. Oh, that was it. And like I said that? in the original episode, I would have given you two points if you were A, serious about the prediction. You're actually joking when you said that it would be a flashback to young Knuckles and B, if you didn't ask for a single point instead of two <laughs> points. You asked for, like, you said, give me a half point. And I was like, no, I'll give you a full point if hey. it happens in the movie. But I would have given you two points <laughs> if you were more serious about the prediction. Well, I never really sort of said it. I'll accept a point because I kind of said, oh, this might happen, but I wasn't 100% And you need it. them. 
Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I, b- I bet. So you said that the movie will open up with Sonic stepping in to prevent the robbery of, quote, a money-carrying truck. Yeah, money-carrying truck. And during the chase, a pipe bomb will roll into the sewers, blowing up a city block. So- That's okay, Kieran, because it's a test. <laughs> Well, I get into that in a second. So you said that the whole event turns out to be an elaborate police training exercise involving real bombs and speeding through a congested city street. And uh, as a result of interfering, Sonic is arrested by the Matty D policeman, uh, Wade Whipple, I believe is the character's name, who has gotten a promotion and now works in a large city instead of Green Hills, Montana. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. None of this happens mm-hmm. in the movie. Well, Sonic does say it's a drill, but that's about as close as I get. Don't try and justify it. <laughs> So you said that the police wait for Sonic to be bailed out by Tom because all the police in America know each other. Yeah, of course. They're buddies. <laughs> Even though Tom works in a different state. Yes. Uh, and then on the drive home, Tom tells Sonic that he doesn't need to be a hero since he's just a kid. Now, this doesn't happen. All of this is just complete uh, fabrication. But a similar conversation happens between Tom and Sonic on their fishing trip. Mm-hmm. So I give you points for that. Okay. So you said, meanwhile, on the Mushroom Planet, we join uh, Dr. Robotnik, who has embraced his craziness and now talks to plants and rocks that he's drawn faces on. Now, uh, Dr. Robotnik in the actual movie does talk to a single stone that he calls Agent Stone, but you thought you'd made this joke up. <laughs> okay, yeah. You were really impressed with yourself for making this joke up until I pointed out. This is something the- they did in the previous movie. Yeah, it was movie, in the previous indeed. movie, but um, it does happen in this movie, to be fair. Yeah, of course, because they set it up in the previous movie. Yeah. Uh, so, quite like in my prediction, uh, I said that Dr. Robotnik has built himself a rocket ship to escape mm-hmm. his planet. You mm-hmm. didn't mention that in your highlights. Well, it's it's what I give you points for. You said So, he that doesn't actually happen in the movie. Uh, and you said that his rocket ship will be powered by a magical crystal. And he's able to he's able to escape the planet using a rocket ship powered by crystal. So, uh-huh. in the actual movie, he builds himself a satellite dish, which is used to summon uh, Knuckles and some random people dressed in random warrior outfits from Knuckles. Yeah, who were they? Who I didn't understand at all. They were just in the movie very briefly. I guess they didn't have the budget there to do something else, but... uh, Well, they couldn't be Echidnas because the Echidnas have been wiped out, so it needed to be a different race, but like... Dr. Robotnik uses Sonic's quill, which he's obsessed with licking through the whole movie. (laughs) Yes. He uses Sonic's quill to power the satellite dish to contact the people from knuckles planet so yeah like this is a whole half a point here yeah yeah that this is all from me comes from when we see in the trailer he's in the he's in the cafe saying oh i found this new power that's you know yes make me you know the most powerful man in the world and i took that to mean he'd already found it but in the movie knuckles is the one leading him to this power that's That's how he found out about it so i was wrong i took something from the trailer incorrectly yeah so um we'll get into it in a second but like you had this whole thing about chaos crystals (laughs) which is not a thing in the plot at all but uh, i guess we'll get into it in a second Mm -hmm. so you said that sonic and tom will go on their fishing trip and tom tells sonic that uh he and maddie are going to go on vacation without him but you made a point of saying that rachel's wedding is uh not in your version of the plot. yes no you said rachel is not having a wedding that's not a thing that's happening. Uh, just like throwing away points. So, in the actual movie, of course, Tom and Maddie are going to Maddie's sister Rachel's wedding and Sonic is in hiding. So, obviously, he wouldn't go to the wedding as well. So, you didn't seem to remember that Sonic, the character of Sonic, is in it's hiding in these movies. So, obviously, he wouldn't be going like to a public place with them. That, that was something that really hurt your plot as well. Ma- we'll get into it. That would make more sense, Kieran. But, Yes. You said that Dr. Robotnik reunites with Stone, Agent Stone that is, who you correctly identified as working in a coffee shop. Dr. Robotnik tells Stone that he discovered the Chaos Crystals, which are shards from a larger Chaos Emerald, which have great power, a power he wants to harness. 
So, in the actual movie, Dr. Robotnik learns about the Master Emerald from Knuckles, which, by the way, I correctly identified it being the Master Emerald in my plot. You didn't bring that up at all, but that was a big element of my plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of uh, talking about the Chaos Emeralds, which, no, you called them Chaos Crystals, which is not (laughs) a thing from the Sonic universe. So, uh, he learned, Dr. Robotnik learns about the uh, Master Emerald from Knuckles, which he wants for himself. And the Master Emerald in the movie actually contains seven Chaos Emeralds, but they barely factor into the movie at all. So, the the Chaos Emeralds just turn up for one scene, and they're not important to the plot aside from giving Sonic the power to become Supersonic, which I guess we can talk about a little bit later. Neither of us predicted that it was going to turn into Supersonic. No, you kind of mentioned Supersonic, but it didn't appear in your Yeah, not in a big way. So, Chaos Crystals aren't a thing at all. And you, you went on and on and on in your plot Sorry, about all Sorry, did you say chaos, ca- chaos Emeralds were a thing? They are, but you said Chaos Crystals. Right, okay. So which I you got- said were shards from a yes. Chaos Emerald, which is not a thing. Yes, so they do exist. Chaos Emeralds exist yes. in the Sonic universe, but Correct. I kind of thought, okay, they're going to take this from the game. You said but- that Chaos Crystals are shards from the Chaos Emerald. Yes, yes. But yes. there's seven Chaos Emeralds which make up the Master Emerald. So you were so far from what actually happened that, you know- it's, would you say so far? Did it happen in the movie? Uh, well, they, they turn into the chaos, like, emeralds, right? Like, it breaks down into yes. the chaos emeralds. Are they chaos crystals? No, but um, other than saying crystals and emeralds, which to me are the same. It's not, not, it, wasn't not the plot. it wasn't the plot. Let's just say that. So, you said that Sonic gets bored of being home alone, so he goes for a jog around town. Let's not forget that Sonic is in hiding. <laughs> and he passes <laughs> a TV fast. store, which is broadcasting that in another town that is definitely not Green Hills, <laughs> that a tornado has appeared. And Sonic notices that one of uh, Robotnik's robots is in the news report and decides to travel all the way over to the town to face Robotnik again. And the tornado is being caused by another chaos crystal, which Robotnik is trying to obtain. And Sonic defeats Robotnik and suppresses the crystal's power by putting it in a sock. Yeah, because <laughs> he's got socks. None of this happens in the movie. Nothing, nothing like this happens in the movie. I mean, at the end, we do have somewhat of a tornado. Yes. I went on and on about it's not a tornado. It pretty much it, was it a tornado was, yes. in the movie. It's smoke, but it's a combination of both smoke and a tornado. But yes, so there, uh, there is like a large sort of tornado that Dr. Robotnik is uh, absorbing like bits of metal and machinery to build his giant robot, mm-hmm. which he uses the Chaos Emerald to, you know, hunt, you know, it's yeah. all, if you haven't seen the movie, this is going to make no sense to you. But yes, he can picture what he wants and the Chaos Emerald makes that a reality. So he pitches himself in a giant robot and then he uses all the metal from in Green Hills to build himself a giant robot. Mm-hmm. That's the tornado. That's the smoke. Blah, 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 yep, blah, yep. blah, 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 blah. But yeah, you went into depth about this whole weird uh, tornado in another town and Dr. Robotnik trying to get this crystal and Sonic putting it in his sock and yeah, none of this happens in the movie. You said that after these events, Dr. Robotnik is arrested by the military, which you said is not related to gun. No. This military is not gun at all. No. And Major Bennington from the previous movie turns yes. up to taunt Robotnik. Yeah, even though he wasn't credited in the movie, I was like, yeah, sure, he'll show up. So, Gunn is after Robotnik in the movie. Yeah, they are. They never catch him, though. And also, Major Bennington doesn't appear in this movie at all. No. You said that Dr. Robotnik is taken to jail, <laughs> where he immediately escapes using either a spoon or a machine, which is a running gag from our previous <laughs> episode. And instead of just leaving the prison, he, you were obviously channeling Batman yes. when you were, you were doing your original prediction. He finds a cell containing Knuckles and tells him that they're after the same thing even though Dr. Robotnik has no idea who Knuckles is and Knuckles hasn't been introduced in your plot at all. No, no, I, I, I knew that they needed to meet each other at some point somehow and I thought, yeah, why not? They're both in jail. They're both captives, right? 
They're both. Uh, but why was he like? We're after the same thing. Random creature who well, I've never met before and I, don't know your motivations. Let's just say that they have a conversation about what they're both after, and then Robotnik says, and this is all retroactive stuff here. But Robotnik, well, and why am I even justifying? There's no it doesn't point happen justifying the, the nonsense you said in the past. So you said uh, at this point in your plot, you said, uh, well, you revealed yes. that uh, Tom and Manny are not on holidays in Hawaii. Yes, no. You were very adamant that they weren't in Hawaii, but they're at a resort. That's having a Hawaiian-themed <laughs> night. Yeah. This is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard you say on this show. That's one Why of the dumbest you, things? Yes. Why would you say that? They're not in holidays in Hawaii, but they're having a Hawaiian-themed uh, yeah. holiday. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Why? Why? It's Just wa- say they're in Hawaii. It's Hawaii night at the resort they're in. <laughs> yeah. So you know what? Sometimes I hear you say something in your prediction, Kieran, and I go, okay, well, maybe I'll just do the opposite and I have a 50-50 chance of being right. Yeah. Were you and right this in this is, circumstance? This is a circumstance where that didn't pay off. Yes. So, but you, you said- know, that it could have been in a Hawaii night somewhere. <laughs> that could have been the way. So, Dr. Robotnik, you said that Dr. Robotnik would show up at Sonic's house and blast mm. him through a wall with a rocket launcher and then Knuckles turns up and punches Sonic. You said that Knuckles will tell Sonic that he is the guardian of the Chaos Emerald, as in Knuckles is the guardian of the Chaos Emerald, and then he and Dr. Robotnik just leave. (laughs) So this is similar to what I said as well, because I couldn't work out why they were going to Sonic in the first place to to beat him up. It's because it was in the trailer, Kieran. Yes. So uh, in your plot, Dr. Robotnik and Knuckles have no reason to go to Sonic and beat him up, go to Sonic's house and beat him up. But no, I guess I pretty much said the same thing. I guess so. not. Yeah. In the movie, the reason they do it is Robotnik wants revenge. Yes, right? that's, that's right. the whole reason. And that's the, right. And the alliance is Knuckles. That's pretty much what both of us said. Yeah. But in your movie, they're like, we've got to get the Chaos Emerald. But first, let's go to Sonic and tell him everything that's going on in the plot so he can be up to speed. <laughs> Appropriately enough. You said that Sonic goes to a library, like, right after being beaten up by uh, <laughs> Knuckles. He runs down to the library and does research on Chaos Crystals. He says, like, what books have you got on Chaos Crystals? Oh, here you go, Sonic. Here's a book all about it. Great. And reads about mm-hmm. it. This doesn't happen in the movie. <laughs> no. What the fuck were you talking about? I don't know. It would, could, would have been a cool scene to see. Sonic said, in the library. You said that Tom and Manny's holidays is interrupted by another tornado, yet uh-huh. another tornado, yeah. and Sonic turns up in uh, not Hawaii, as does Tails for the first time in your plot. Yes. And Tails explains that he's after the Chaos Crystals as well. He's just like, I'm here for the Chaos yeah, Crystals. Yeah. yeah. You know what? In hindsight, I should have introduced Tails earlier, even yeah. without knowing what was happening in the movie. So, about halfway through the movie, Tails turns up for yeah, you. Yeah, I think in this plot, I was talking- like I was, I was talking said too he much- turns up in an airplane, which you said the airplane has a name, which I did some research. The airplane is called Tornado. I know. How funny is that? Yes. I was like- I was going to say, if you don't give me an A point for the tornado, or half a point for the tornado, you should because I said there no, is a tornado I'm not there, give you points for which nonsense. is the plane. <laughs> yeah, just nonsense. I'm not going to give you points for nonsense. So uh, you said that it's revealed that the chaos crystals give access to a hidden city, mm-hmm. which used to be a floating city, but mm-hmm. now it's an underwater city for yes. some reason. Yes. And then I ask you, why is it uh, underwater? And you said, oh, the floating city sank once stuff happened. Yeah. And that's as much as detail as well, you we gave. Need, we need stuff for the third movie, Kieran. Oh, so, some stuff happened. Yeah. Add a little mystery, right. please. You said that Sonic and Tails globetrot looking for the other Chaos Crystals and having action scenes in between. Probably as close as you got to the movie. That, that does that happen. Throwaway sentence. You said, oh, I'm running out of time, so I better actually say some stuff that happens in the movie. <laughs> you said that Sonic and Tails gather all the Chaos Crystals and find the location of the hidden city, and Robotnik shows up to claim the Chaos Emerald, and uh, Robotnik betrays Knuckles, 
and shoots him with a net gun. So, after so much nonsense, this is the point where uh, you actually get close to something that actually oh, happens cool. in the movie. I don't remember there being a net gun, though, was there? Yeah, you went into detail about he shoots him with, like, a gun. And I was oh. like, what? He shoots him? And he goes, no, 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 but it's a net gun right. that's powered by electricity. <laughs> okay. And I was just saying, eh. But something similar to that happens in the movie. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. I'll give him some actual points. <laughs> so, you said that Dr. Robotnik forces Sonic and Tails at gunpoint through the temple that's full of booby traps, like an Indiana Jones movie. Mm. No, not, not really. No. That no, doesn't really happen in the movie. That would be interesting, though. You said that Dr. Robotnik finds the Chaos Emerald, which you said, quote, like in the game, transforms into a giant spider monster. Yeah. Interesting. So, it was at this point that I did some research, and okay. I found out that your entire plot was just the plot of the video game Sonic Adventure. Yeah. Which explains why you were so cocky and arrogant about your plot prediction. Right. Uh, even down to the library? Yes. <laughs> really? No. No, there was no <laughs> library in uh, Sonic Adventure. Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, like, you got to base it on something, right? So, in the video game Sonic Adventure, mm-hmm. uh, they do, there's this whole chase for the, um, the Master Emerald. Yes. Uh, which, you, again, you never mention in your plot at all. It, it's just the Chaos uh, Emerald in your plot. Yes. Uh, and when they find the Chaos Emerald, it turns into a monster called Chaos. Yeah. Which is not a giant spider, mind you. It's just a giant monster. Uh-huh. And it's made up of the Chaos Crystals. Yeah. So, everything in your plot. So, they, they actually, in Sonic Adventure, they go around, they track down all of the Chaos Emeralds. They find seven Chaos Emeralds to go to the temple. And then when they unlock the Master Emerald, it turns into a monster. So, mm. your whole plot- Was based on that. Was yeah. based on Sonic Adventure. Yeah. Which was not the movie at all. I know. How disappointing. Well, not disappointing, but uh, <laughs> disappointing for me, because that's where I was basing everything on. Uh, I rather than what was actually going on in the trailers. <laughs> and know, rather I than know. the information you get, well, you're like, thing- fuck that. I'm just going to base it yeah, on this video game well, that this movie's clearly not based on. Well, we knew that there was this Emerald in the movie and yeah we knew it was the master emerald why didn't you bring that up yes and i was like what is this what does this do and i had no information so looking at it i was like well they must base it on the games right like so if i figure out what happens in the games i'll have a loose idea what happens in the movie it helped you out so much i'm so (laughs) glad you did not it It did not but you know we take risks here (laughs) yeah and they really pay off you said that sonic works together with knuckles and tails to defeat the giant enemy spider and sonic destroys the chaos emerald and all the chaos crystals yeah i mean replace Mm. spider with robotnik Robot replaced nonsense with uh, stuff that happened in the movie. Yeah, yeah, you'd be on the. On well, the, I mean, the like money. they do work together to fight Robotnik's robot. Replace that with a spider. <laughs> it's kind of close. Yeah, is the Chaos Emerald destroyed? No, briefly. it's not. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, you said briefly. Uh, there was that scene where they're holding it, or is it Knuckles holding it in his hand? So and it, it, uh, once Dr. Robotnik loses the Master Emerald, it breaks up and it turns into the Chaos Emeralds, which gives Sonic his powers to yes. turn into Super Sonic. But he renounces those powers, so it just turns back into shards, right. and then Knuckles is able to reform it That's right. with his fist. Is that what you said? No, uh, no, much. that's not what you said at all. Pretty much. Uh, you said that Knuckles and Tails tell Sonic that they'll take Dr. Robotnik back to their planet so he can stand trial. <laughs> In the actual movie, it's presumed that Dr. Robotnik is dead, or yes. at least he disappears after his giant robot is defeated. So, at this point- He says, later haters your- and fools. Yes. So, at this point in your plot, I asked where the giant Dr. Robotnik robot was in your plot, and you said, oh, I didn't see it in the trailer. <laughs> and then you pre- then you went on to say, oh, it was in one of the previous fight scenes that I skimmed over yeah. earlier, which means I get a bonus point. Yeah, all right. All right, you got 61. That's fair. That's fair. Great. Relax. Anyway, you said that you- Have so a drink. Your plot ended with Tails bringing Sonic back to his planet, and quote, a girl Sonic will be introduced, ah, who I said eh? would be Cream. Yeah. Why didn't you say Shadow the Hedgehog? I don't know. 
You didn't, even, you didn't even say a real character. You just said, a girl Sonic. <laughs> I didn't know what the girl Sonic character was Is called. Is there a girl Sonic in Sonic? Uh, yeah, the pink one, right? There's a, there's one in the cartoon series, isn't who, there? Who, what, what's her name? What's her name? Tell me. Oh, Tell no, me. Girl exactly. Sonic. You had no information, so you were just basing it on nothing, which means you were wrong. So after all that, you said you were very confident with your plot, yeah. and you said, I've called all the plot beats <laughs> of this movie, and then I tried to tell you how wrong you were. I'm like, I can tell just from watching the trailer and you know from the information we're given- that you're really wrong. Delusion you, is the first step and to you success. Said, you said, we'll see when the movie comes out. Yeah, we will. We'll see when the movie comes <laughs> we'll out. We'll see when the movie over comes out. Over and over and over. And now let's remember, Matty yes. D, you yes. said the same thing mm-hmm. after your Aquaman 2 plot. <laughs> yeah, I did. You said the same thing after your Wonka plot. Yeah. And we've both seen those movies now. Yes, we have. And we know how that turned out. Mm-hmm. So whenever you say, we'll see when the movie comes out, Look, it's we not, know you have nothing. <laughs> it's not a failure. It's a learning experience. So this gives you yes. a total of 45 points. <laughs> hey, uh, a little bit better than oh, I thought. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. All of those were half points. <laughs> really? Yes. They're all half points? That's all half points. I didn't get a full, uh, other than the bonus one you threw at me, I didn't get a full one point or two points. Anything? No. Wowzers. <laughs> well, you know what? I was very impressed. 42 points made up of half points. That's pretty good. It's not great, but like that's impressive in, in, a, in a way. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna take it. I take the positives, Kieran. Sure. Okay. So, what you said was not the movie at all. Sonic was in the movie. <laughs> Knuckles yeah. was in the movie. Robotnik was in the movie. Exactly. Ba-da-da-da-da. But yeah, you you were very cocky and you were laughing. Like I said, you were laughing at my plot the Yeah, whole I thought time. your plot was ridiculous. Yeah. But I was more laughing, and I got to say this, I was more laughing at your experience writing the plot. That was what was funny to me yeah. at the time. I didn't think anything you said was particularly ridiculous. I was like, You yeah, said, was- oh, you've given up. You've given up and you're just half But <laughs> well, when you plot. say like, oh, they chased the MacGuffin, like normal Kieran would be like, I'm going to guess that, you know, the MacGuffin's going to be a map or the MacGuffin's yeah. going to be something. But you were just like, the MacGuffin, they're just chasing sure. something. We're just uh, talking shit at this point. Yes. But yes. Not your best plot prediction is what I'll nah, say. Nah, not my best work. Should we get into something you might have done a little bit better in? Oh, yeah. Speaking of positives. Yeah. Let's get into <laughs> Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. <laughs> yes, let's. Okay, Matty D, the first thing I'm going to ask you about this movie straight right. away is how much do you think that Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore made in the worldwide box office? And I'll tell you that it has a $200 million budget, so $100 million more than Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I don't think anyone was really calling for this movie, but even so, I would guess 400 mil. What do you mean no one was calling for this movie? The Harry Potter franchise is a beloved uh, yeah, franchise. So. And you were saying, oh, that, that first Fantastic Beasts movie was pretty good. It was good. I thought it was good, the I first one. So. I know you didn't like it, but uh, and I didn't That's watch the though. second one. Oh, why not? Oh, because I had to pay money to see it. <laughs> Wasn't it? Fake uh, fan. Fake whoa, fan. Whoa, 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 whoa. To, again, to reiterate what I said in the, in the original episode, I heard enough about that second movie that I was like, oh. I don't want to see it. And you still haven't seen it to this day? No. Fake fan. <laughs> You're not a fan of this franchise. When we started this episode, you were like, are you the Harry Potter fan? I was like, I like it, but I wouldn't call myself yeah, like okay, a diehard fan. Fair enough. Uh, so, am I'm I close with 400? <laughs> you got it. You nailed it. Really? So, it got $407.2 million. Yes, it did beat Sonic 2. Oh, but like- just did it, did it beat it because Sonic had l- did what did Sonic? So Sonic made more of a profit because it had a lower yes. budget. Yes, but you know, uh, it still beat it in the technically on paper it beat it. Just however, this was the lowest performing uh, movie in the Harry Potter franchise. Yeah, that that's no surprise. So out of every movie in the Wizarding World franchise, this is the lowest grossing movie. Yeah, of all of them. Yeah. At this stage, no sequels have been announced for this movie. <sighs> Man. I wonder why. Man. 
So what's funny is they said originally, oh, uh, if we make two up, because they originally said we're going to do five Fantastic Beasts movies. Mm. And then they said, all right, so the second movie didn't do that well. So if we're going to make uh, some sequels, it depends on how well this movie does critically and uh, box office wise. Uh-huh. Made the least amount of money. Nobody liked the movie. <laughs> So at this stage, no sequels have been announced. Are they doing been, a cursed child years. movie? Uh, no, no. Okay, I was just going to say maybe they're going to like you know do something different, go in a different direction, or maybe the Wizarding World is done by now. For now. Yes. So I believe you went first in this. Yeah, this yeah, episode. I think I did. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so something that we talked about in depth in that original episode was the whole storyline of uh, Ariana Dumbledore, mm. which is the younger sister of Albus and. Uh, Aberforth yes. and Aurelius, blah, yes. blah, 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 blah. So, your explanation of the feud between Albus Dumbledore and Grindelwald wasn't quite accurate to what it is actually? No, I was recalling off memory from when I read the books as a child, so I probably yes. wasn't 100% correct, but I knew there was something there. Yes, so this also worked its way into your plot. Yeah. So, I just want to lay out for everybody what actually happened. I did a lot of research for this episode because uh, I had no idea what was going on in this movie. <laughs> so, I had to find out what was going on so yeah, I could sure. actually talk at some, you know, in, with some knowledge about what we're here to talk about today. So, in uh, the book universe, so in the, the actual lore of uh, the Harry Potter movies, Ariana was beaten up by a group of muggles when she was a small child when they saw her using magic. And this traumatized her to the point where she couldn't control her magic and she becomes an obscurial, mm-hmm. which is what um, Credence was, yes. in the first, Aurelius. What he was in the first movie, he's like a, an obscurious, which is some being, like magical beings who can't control their powers, and they become like super powerful for some reason and big smoke monsters, essentially, on the screen. I don't really understand it myself, but uh, I guess people who read the books understand what an obscurial is. Just a, a tra- traumatized magic user, I think. Okay. Is what I take from it. Yeah, it's what the fake fan says, but yeah, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. So... Her father, Percival Dumbledore, hunted down and killed the the muggles that beat up Ariana, which caused uh, him to be sent to Azkaban for life. Uh-huh. And Ariana eventually killed her mother because her because of her powers, because she was an obscurial, leading Albus to adopt both Ariana and Aberforth. So he became the parental figure for those people. Albus then fell in love with Grindelwald, who came to Godric's Hollow to investigate a grave, which I didn't really understand. Mm-hmm. And Grindelwald plans to take over the Muggle world, which Albus, being an idiot. Thought this was a great idea. He's just like, yes, yes, this is a good idea. I'm going to take over the Muggle world with uh, you, Grindelwald, this guy I've just met. Well, they wanted to change the world for the better. And then I think like Magneto and Professor X, yes. their philosophy split. So, Albus planned to leave with Grindelwald and abandon his brother and sister, which pisses off Aberforth. And this caused a three-way magic duel between Albus, Aberforth and Grindelwald. And Ariana was killed in the crossfire. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows who was responsible for killing Ariana. So, nobody knows whose spell it was who killed uh, Ariana. And in the world of Fantastic Beasts, Ariana's death caused Albus and Grindelwald to create a blood pact, which meant that neither could fight each other again. And there's only one physical blood pact necklace, which Grindelwald wore for many years before sending it to Dumbledore. No, so it was stolen by Newt's commander in the uh, crimes of uh, Grindelwald movie, the previous movie before this one. Is everyone following along at home? And was sent to Dumbledore in the hopes that he can destroy it so he can fight Grindelwald. Okay. So, that's the backstory. So, that's everything we need to know going into our plots mm-hmm. in order to be accurate. Yeah. That's very convoluted, I've got to say. Yeah. 
it's a it's a very confusing backstory. And is this explained in the movie? Not really. Not really. <laughs> and I tell you what would have been helpful if they actually had a flashback. They had so much time yes. in this movie, but if they actually had a flashback showing us what happened, yes, rather than explaining, uh, Maddie D, they did in the previous movie. Oh, they did. The one that you didn't watch. Okay. <laughs> did that make sense in the previous movie? No. I was like, what the fuck is happening? What are they doing? I don't understand this at all. (laughs) (laughs) So, you started off by saying, so getting into Matty D's plot after all that explanation, you started off by saying that this movie would be a course correction for the series and a lot of the plot points from the previous movie, The Crimes of Grindelwald, would be retconned. Now, in actuality, they double down on everything (laughs) from the previous movie. Would you say it's a course correction? Were they making it better? No, no. Absolutely not. So, you said that the movie would be very underwhelming and the plot would be a complete waste of time. Two sets of two points, <laughs> Matty D. Buddy. Thank you, thank you. Are, you are exactly right. I mean, that's I would say that's subjective, but I don't think it is. No, it's not subjective. It's exactly right. You said that we would see a flashback to the events that led up to Dumbledore and Grindelwald's blood pact. We just talked about this. Mm. There are no flashbacks in this movie and nothing is explained. No. So, you get lots of points for that as well. Now, you demanded that I give you points for saying that we'll see the movie's title <laughs> and the <laughs> Wizarding right. World logo at the start of the movie. So, I did. I gave you points oh, for thanks, that. Oh, thanks, This is going to be the last time. So, from now on, I'm not counting you mentioning seeing the movie title on screen or any production logos or any end credits. It's the you only can't thing, say that. It's the only thing I'm confident with going into this yeah, movie. Yeah, I'm not counting it anymore because that's really obvious that that's going to happen in the movie. Sure. You can't just say that. Like, you, you just can't get points for saying stuff that's really obvious. <laughs> Not anymore. No, I, I'm putting I my foot down. Describe the way the logo came into the picture. You did, which is why I gave you points. But I'm not anymore. Not anymore. Don't do it anymore. Okay, I'm banned. You're banned. All right. So you said that we'll first see Newt's commander in the bios of Louisiana. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and Newt is hunting down a creature called uh, you called it a Rogaru, uh-huh. which is similar to a werewolf. So I did some research. Yeah. What I was spent it? Two hours doing research for this fucking plot <laughs> prediction. Yeah. I know why, but go ahead. So uh, I, the creature you were referring to is a Rougarou. Okay. And in the actual film, Newt's commander is looking for a chillin. Yes. In China. Yeah, he's chilling in No, China. no, Rougarou. So, you said that Theseus will turn up and step on a twig, attracting the attention of the Rougarou, uh, leading to a big action scene. And they escape by the skin of their teeth, with Newt's pet Bowtruckle catching up to them at the last second. This is very similar to something that actually happens in the movie. So, in the scene uh, in the Wizard Gulag, in the Wizard Prison... The Wizard Gulag... Uh, Theseus like steps on one of the baby Oh, um, he does too So we called them scorpions in our original plot prediction But they're actually, it's a manticore and baby manticores So he steps on one of the manticores Leading to the giant scorpion manticore to attack them And they're, they're running around And it's a big action scene And they escape by the skin of their teeth And uh, the pet Bowtruckle jumps at the last second exactly like you described oh, wow. and they grab onto it that all happened so i gave you heaps of points oh, for i that. wasn't expecting points for that but it, yeah uh, it didn't happen in the scene that you're talking about it didn't happen in the point in the movie you were talking about but it was very very close to a scene that actually happened so i had to give you points for that nice so you called the scene of newt and theseus meeting albus dumbledore at the hogshead in in hogsmeade exactly everything that you said happened exactly in the movie However, I'm not sure if anyone is drinking butter beer in Hogsmeade. Oh, damn, man. And you said there's no <laughs> point making the movie if someone doesn't drink butter That's beer. That's what ruined the movie for me. No yes. butter beer. Oh, there you go. You also called the scene where Lally Hicks, which is the American uh, oh, charms teacher. This woman. Yeah, recruit you. We'll talk about it later. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about our thoughts on Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Guess we're going to have to talk you, about it later on. Do you want to just do like it both uh, yeah, at the, the end, end of the episode? We'll talk about it at the end of the episode. So, Lally Hicks, the American charms teacher, you, you called the scene where she recruits Jacob perfectly as well 
However, you said, quite like me, that they need Jacob to try and win back Queenie from Grindelwald. Uh, that's not the actual direct reason in the movie. Yeah, what's the what's the reason in the movie? You're a good man. <laughs> You're a good man, Charlie Brown. We want the baker to come with us. There was no reason for, to have Jacob in the movie at all. They were just like, "You're a good man. We need you." Dumbledore scratching his head, going like, "You know what? Contractually, we're obligated to have yes. you part of this team." Yes. So you said that Jacob and Lally meet Theseus and Newt on quote a boring train, not a magical train, not the Hogwarts Express, just a boring train. And Newt gives Jacob a regular magic wand. You go on to explain that Jacob has magical abilities, and he never was a Muggle. Now, in the actual movie, yes. the wand is fake. And they say, yes, it's not a real wand. It just looks like a real wand. Yes. And if Jacob was a wizard, then they would have known the whole time. Yes. Because yes, that's yes, how yes, Harry yes, Potter yes, works. Yes. So, we saw in the trailer that we saw what looks like Jacob casting magic. Yes, we'll get into that. And that's why I thought maybe he was. Karma is not mentioned in your plot at all. <laughs> yeah. And where was he in the movie? Exactly. So, I think that was a good call on your behalf. <laughs> Also, Bunty was not mentioned in your movie at all. No. In your plot prediction at all, I should no, say. No, she did a little bit more. So, after stopping off at Hogwarts, uh, where Newt teaches a class for some reason in your plot, our heroes travel via port key to Brazil, <laughs> where they visit the wizard school known as, quote, Castillo Bruxo. Okay. So, they never visit Brazil in the actual movie, and this is something no. that I called you out on in the original movie, and had I known that it was actually Castillo Bruxo, I would know that it translates to Wizard Castle. Yeah. So, it's literally just called Wizard Castle in Portuguese. So, I don't know Portuguese as well as I know Spanish. Mm -hmm. But uh, Bruxo means wizard in uh, Calling Spanish. me out of my Portuguese. Yeah. Like, how would we know? How would we know? But yeah. I, I Like I said, it was interesting how close I got to yeah, translating. Yeah, you said, I think, Vampire Castle or something. Yeah, I was, Bruxo is close to Bruxa, which means vampire. Mm. But it's, I didn't realize it was Bruxo. Yeah. Which means wizard. No, I, th I thought it'd be fun to, like, see other sides of the yeah. wizarding world. But Yeah, um, it was originally going to be in the movie, but they they scrapped it. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, cool. We talked about this in the original episode. Yeah. So, uh, at, at this point in uh, your plot, I said that Christ the Redeemer- <laughs> The, the statue in Brazil wouldn't have existed in 1932. It was completed in 1931. Oh. So, it would have existed. Well, it doesn't matter because they don't go to Brazil. We anyway. see it in the movie. Do we really? Yes. <laughs> when do so, we see it in the movie? So, during like the- I can't the, believe that. The really weird sort of like deer scene at the end of the movie with the like, oh, that's not a real deer. It's a dead deer. Look at- Oh, no. The, the deer's alive. Oh, no. It's dead. And then and that whole stupid scene at yes. the end. We cut to like people watching this whole weird- Scene in Brazil, and we see Christ the Redeemer I in Brazil. That. I was I like, that. oh my God. So, you said that Grindelwald is holding a rally in Brazil, and our heroes fight Grindelwald and his followers, but he escapes, and some teleporting birds show up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not really the case in the movie, but the teleporting birds do appear in the movie, but I was just as confused seeing them in the movie as I was <laughs> listening to your plot. So, you said back at Hogwarts, Albus decides to become a man of actions and decides to fight against Grindelwald in his own way. And he leaves the blood-packed necklace with his brother Aberforth and leaves Hogwarts. Yeah. Well, he can't do that. Sort of happens in the movie. Does it? Yeah. He leaves the necklace? No, he doesn't. No, yeah. he doesn't leave the necklace. So, you said that our heroes would follow Grindelwald to Berlin, where they decide to split up into two different teams. This actually happens in the movie. Hey. You said that Newt and Theseus confront Aurelius in a cave. At this point, I asked why Aurelius is hanging around in a cave, and he went, oh, it's in the trailer. Aurelius is never in the in a cave in the movie, and he's never in a cave in the trailer. So nope. I don't know why you said that. Nope. You said that this cave is located underneath a castle, which turns out to be Grindelwald's castle, and Aurelius just likes to hang out there. You said he just likes to hang out in this. Yeah, he's cave. moody and a emo cave and gothic. This castle in Berlin. You said that Jacob and the rest of the gang go to a party in Grindelwald's castle in order to find Queenie, since she's Grindelwald's second in command. 
And then you went on to say that she's uh, important to Grindelwald because he can read minds for him. Now, that that's is a, true. A, fi- a factor that's in the movie. So, Grindelwald's castle in the actual movie is in Austria. Hmm. It's not in Berlin. No. Which is something I spoke about in my plot. Yes. And the party is not held there. However, it is held in Berlin, which is what you said. <laughs> so, that's kind of close. It's, it's weird, isn't it? And the whole fact about, like, Queenie being uh, Grindelwald's second in command, not really the case. He just uses her to see what, like, his people are up to. Yeah. He, she is very close to him. He uses her yes. more than anything. But his second in command, I would more so say, is like the other characters that we see. Like the, that other woman character who doesn't yes. seem to have a name. Yes, and doesn't do- Yeah, much. Yeah, she doesn't yes. do much. Yes. In fact, I forgot about her until you mentioned. Yes. Mentioned yes. So, anyway, you said that Queenie causes the storm at the party. There was no reason for Queenie to cause the storm, but she nope. causes the storm at the party. It was Lale. And, and Jacob, <laughs> And Jacob tries to stop it with his magic wand, but his wand does nothing. In the actual movie. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Jacob confronts Grindelwald with his fake wand, and Lely makes it look like he cast a spell as a distraction because Grindelwald is trying to assassinate the uh, Brazilian candidate for, like, the leader of the mm-hmm. wizarding world. Mm-hmm. But it's really obvious that, like, <laughs> like the, the most uh, suspicious-looking man in the world brings her a drink that she didn't ask for <laughs> and puts it down. And, like, it floats up and it's, like, acid. And everyone's like, what is going on with this drink? And then Lely, like, flicks it at the wall and, it, and everyone looks and it, like, it melts away. Yes. Yeah. And then suddenly, like, uh, she's like, oh, I'm going to make it look like Jacob does a spell. <laughs> As a distraction. And they're like, he's the assassin. Yeah. I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we saw that the, the liquid go against the wall and it's obviously an assassination attempt. So why yes. why do any of this? Yes. Huh. Yeah. I didn't understand it at all. Questions. You said that Newt and Theseus fight Aurelius in the cave that you talked about before, the cave that doesn't exist in the actual movie. Mm-hmm. And you said that Aurelius has a phoenix for some reason. And Aurelius leads the two to up to Grindelwald's castle where they have a chase, and it leads into the castle where the party's going on. Mm-hmm. You said that the fight spills out into the streets, the Berlin <laughs> streets, that. even though they're in the castle in the middle of nowhere. So, yeah. th- did they, like, travel <laughs> to the streets to, to continue the fight? It's a village outside the castle. Yeah, apparently so. In Dracula style or Frankenstein style. Even though Dracula and Frankenstein's castles are really far and remote. But yeah, okay. But that's the standard of Manity plots uh, fight spilling out into yep. the streets. It's only happened once, I think, in an, I think so. in, a plot, in an actual movie that we've covered. So, you said that Dumbledore shows up and fights with Aurelius and Dumbledore beats him but spares his life. This is all correct. And Dumbledore reveals to Aurelius that he's not actually his brother. <laughs> oh, jeez, here we so go. he's like, you're not a Dumbledore, but you're actually a man, just a regular man called Tom Marvolo. Riddle. Yes. And I was like, why? Why is he this character? And he said, because of how he looks. Because he looks like him. He looks evil. Huh? No, he doesn't. <laughs> looks like Tom Riddle. Ish. In the actual- No, he doesn't. In the actual movie, Aurelius is revealed to be Aberforth's son. So, yes. he is a Dumbledore, but not a brother. He is a son and nephew of Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. There we so go. So, that's the secrets of Dumbledore. Yeah, apparently so. You then rambled on for five minutes. <laughs> Thank you. About how the blood pack was started, constantly going back and forth of what the order of the events were. Yeah. And I didn't understand what you're talking about. In the actual episode, I'm like, what? I'm really confused. Can you please explain in simple terms? And you still d- couldn't explain yeah, it in simple terms. I, how I was it worked. confused too. I had a lot of issues with how the blood pact worked and, and how it started yeah, me too. and how it was going to work in the movie. So you're trying to explain like what led up to them having the blood yeah. pact and you talked at length you just kept going on and on and on and on and like you're like no 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 and then no no uh, no actually no no blah, blah, and it kept yeah. going on and on well i had so an idea i was just like oh, okay 5 minutes worth of uh, discussion <laughs> half a point <laughs> i i had an idea of what was going to happen in leading into the movie and then while i was going through my plot 
I realized that it doesn't work. Because you hadn't seen the previous movie, so you didn't know. Yeah. So then I was like, well, that can't work that way, but then it can't work the other way. And yeah. yeah. It was it, that was really that was a really hard point for me to understand what they were gonna do. Yeah. I really struggled and with it. And it was really hard for me to understand what the fuck you were talking about. Because you kept going on and on and on and on. And like most of your plot was just this this rant. <laughs> That like didn't mean anything at the end of the day, like your uh, tails slash miles rant. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So you said that Albus would receive a golden snitch that contains the broken blood pact. For some reason, you were obsessed with uh, Albus receiving all his mail via golden snitch. Well, they do receive something through a snitch, um, but not. No, there's a golden snitch in the movie. Yes, it has nothing to do with what you were going on and on and on about. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to talk about this. So, I did my research and yes. I found out that in the seventh book, yes. Harry Potter receives a snitch, uh-huh. which was the snitch that he caught in the first movie. And mm-hmm. apparently, when you touch a snitch with your bare hands, mm-hmm. it uh, links you inextricably with the snitch. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, the snitch only trusts you. And therefore, he, he gets a snitch. Dumbledore sends him the same snitch that he caught in the first book. With a message, oh my god, I can't believe I'm talking about this shit. With a message that says, I open at the close. Yeah. Which is very cryptic, meaning that, like, you have to kill yourself because when you kill yourself, because you touch the snitch, uh, that means that it will open and reveal a uh, resurrection stone, which is something that exists in the Harry Potter universe. So, therefore, you kill yourself, and then when you kill yourself, it opens up, and the resurrection stone comes out, and you come back to life. And there's a reason why I really don't like this franchise. (laughs) And so, you are under the impression, because of this, that Dumbledore just receives all his mail via Golden Snitch. Well, Not I, the case in the movie I saw all. it in the trailer. I needed to work it in somehow. There was a Golden Snitch in the trailer, but it didn't, like, amount to anything no. in the movie. It was just a thing. Like, like remember this? <laughs> yes. That's all it was. That's all it was. What was the point of this whole rant that I just went on? So, uh, oh, you said, oh, that's right. The Blood Pact was revealed to be inside the Golden Snitch, and it was sent by Aberforth. He was able to break the Blood Pact due to some... Because uh, he was a Dumbledore. It, there was know, a man. loophole, and they were related, and like it didn't make any sense. Yeah. So, here's the thing. I gave you points, because... Did you? Because it didn't make sense in the movie as well? Yes. So, the Blood Pact is actually broken, but the reasoning in the movie is very shaky. Wishy-washy. And Dumbledore basically says, I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it broke. Yeah. He was just like, I was uh, acting in defense and he was acting in, you know, he was trying to kill somebody. And the, then- the biggest problem with me for this prediction was how does the blood pack get broken? Because it has to get broken. Yes. And they eventually in the movie just go, I oh, don't know, it just, yeah, just, it just broke. It just broke. We just repeated it the just, events. Of it before. didn't make any sense in the movie. Mm. And, and, and then when they asked for like an explanation, they're like, I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> happened. Jesus, don't, don't ask me. Uh, magic. Magic. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, you said that Albus and Grindelwald will have an epic duel that you said you've been waiting 12 years to see. Yes. They do. Was it worth the wait, Matty No, Dave? no, it wasn't. It wasn't the duel I wanted 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah, well, we got it. We finally got the epic duel between... Uh, yeah, it was really lame in the actual movie. <laughs> I, I suspect that if they were going to make other movies that there would probably be an epic duel, but I don't know if we're going to see that anymore. You said, Jacob, quote, has to do something useful with his fucking wand. <laughs> he never does. Never does. He never. So he confronts uh, Grindelwald, but like he, that doesn't really matter at the end of the day. And I and we'll, and we'll talk about it. In a you know, second. what? he does nothing. Yeah. In this movie, he does nothing. So you said like the whole epic duel will be broken up by Jacob coming in with his wand and casting a spell, and then everyone rules like, "What your magic?" And then this is what causes Grindelwald to like disapparate. And get the fuck out of there mm. and set up for another movie. But yet, this never happens in the movie. No. Jacob does nothing. The wand is, is completely- It's a useless. stick. Dumbledore yes. gave him a stick. He can't use it. It's worthless. It's and a I, stick. That was everything of note from your plot prediction, okay. giving you a total of- oh, well. 65 points. 
Here's the thing. That is fucking wild. Here's the thing. Compared to Sonic, I think you did a pretty good job with The Secrets of Dumbledore because a lot of stuff I think you said was pretty good. Nothing you said happened in the movie, though. (laughs) Not really. Like, your plot was not the movie. No, it wasn't. But I don't think my plot was either. No. And neither of us were confident. We were both like, we don't know what's going to happen in this movie. Yeah. We can't predict nonsense. No. And let's get right into it. Let's talk about what you said. Let's talk about your prediction of Fantastic Beasts. And again, I'm only going through the highlights of what you said, stuff I found interesting, stuff that I found funny. But the first thing I just want to say, and you just mentioned it right off the bat, you said you weren't confident with this one at all. And you said, if I call at least a a little bit of something, then I'll be happy. So you went into this not 100% sure what was going to happen in the movie. And I was the same, and I think that really shows, but how are we going to call this movie? Anyway, moving on. You said, and before you even started talking about your plot, you started talking about a few things, overall predictions. Yes. Uh, and you said- and that, I was very happy with what I yes, said, by the and way. This, these are some of the best calls you make in yes. the entire prediction. But you said the movie would rely on nostalgia and things we've seen before in the Wizarding World. You actually say- the movie will treat it like, look at that. Remember this? It's you like this? It's back to other movies that people actually like, yes. Two points. That's what happens yeah. all the way through this movie. Anytime we're left with our lame characters for too long, they need to splash some they of the old desperate stuff. desperate clamorings of nostalgia. Desperate. It's yes. very desperate. You can feel the flop sweat. It's like recording this episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. Another thing you said before your prediction was you said that Dumbledore would be treated in this movie as the film's protagonist. The, fi- the movie would yeah. almost want him to be the lead. And that would mean that Newt Scamander is sidelined for the whole movie, not doing much. Two points. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. This is Dumbledore's journey. Newt is sidelined. They have to keep thinking of stuff for him to do just yeah. to keep him. Re- so, remember, when, it's a Fantastic they, Beast movie. Yes. When they introduced Albus in the previous movie, I was just like, oh, they're just going to make this series about Albus Dumbledore and the adventures of Albus Dumbledore and like oh, the things that people like mm. rather than like the, the nothing that they have with Newt Scamander. And yeah. that's absolutely the direction of the series went. 100%. Another one of your pre-predictions was you said that Jacob would be the audience surrogate yes. who's there to act surprised whenever he sees some wizarding stuff. Two points. Oh, happens. did they do it once in the movie? Did they do it twice in the movie? They did it all through the movie. Every single fucking scene has Jacob being impressed by magic. One of your tropes that you just love in the Harry Potter movies, it was there. Uh, You said that the movie would be tonally off, sometimes being a whimsical adventure, Mm. other times being very dark and political, and the movie would whiplash between these two kind of genres. Two points. Yes. Thank you. All the way through this movie. You said, and this is, again, this is all before your prediction. Yes, yes. You said that there would be too many characters, so most of them would not have much to do and be sidelined, would come and appear for just a bit here and there. Yes. And that's all they would do. Two points. Yes. Where's Thesis? Where's Lally? Where's Bunty? Where's Kama? Where's Kama? Karma, 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 karma. Yeah, Kama like chameleon, yeah. he's he's never he's almost never there. I so. didn't understand. Oh, no, we're going to talk about it in a second. Yes, yes. I'll, I'll save it. So I I got to say I steered you in the wrong track here because I was thinking it would start with a flashback, um, and that sort of I think made you think that this yes. is how this movie would start. So, so we had to tie in Ariana, yes, who is Albus's sister. And it was such a small part of the movie, and we talked at length about it. And yes. I was so angry watching the movie. Well, it was such a huge part of Albus's story, and I thought that that's where they would yeah. lead and blah, blah, blah. But anyway- Which is something I was not familiar with at all. Yes. I was yes. just going from the movie. So, I did I did introduce in the episode that idea, and you inserted it in your plot, which did help you. I haven't seen all the Harry Potter movies, Matty D. Is this something they explore in the other movies? No, not in the no, movies, never. no. Why? Then why are we covering it all? It's, it's a backstory of Albus Dumbledore that's in the books, but they didn't play it in the movie because- 
because okay. A, it's convoluted. B, it's dark. That's, convoluted, you say? I think so. That's this movie in a nutshell. I think so. Yes. Uh, there's it's no dark, you said. There's yes, no yes. place for this story in the movies. You don't no. really need it in their Harry Potter movies because it's okay. not about that, but- I th- think they were trying to explore it in this movie, but anyway. So there's not a- well. Yeah, there's aspects that you got right, but not the correct context. I'll give you some points there, yeah. but there's no flashback. And also, you got a bonus point for helping me out. Ah, oh, beautiful. Thank you. I deserve it. Yes, because <laughs> they did dwell on that point a yes, lot. Yes, yeah, movie. it was it was an element in the actual movie. Yeah, yeah. We'd, it would be bad if we didn't speak about yes. it. So you were right in a way about us seeing the blood pack get made. You thought we would see it. We saw it in the previous movie. That's we the thing. Don't, but they yeah. spend so much time in the movie explaining it yes. that I give you points for that because, you know, they talk about it all the time. So, we do actually, in the previous movie, see in a flashback, uh, Grindelwald and Dumbledore, there was actually a childhood flashback of them making the blood pact, but right. we don't know when they made it. We don't know if they made it before or after the whole duel where uh, Ariana got killed. Mm. Which is like a big point of contention in the Harry Potter world. Yes, like they're like, did they make the the pact before or after? Were they fighting when each other fight? or were they yeah. fighting Alberforth? Al- Al- yeah, all this nonsense that I don't care about. Yeah, yes. and J.K. really has some wacky yes. stuff in her timeline. Yes, 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 yes. Which doesn't help. Uh, she also retcons everything constantly, <laughs> yes. which makes it very hard for me to try and assess your plot because I'm like, well, at one point this was true. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, anyway, anyway, moving on. Uh, you were correct that we would meet Newt in China. However, he's not mm. going after a dragon. He was going after a chillin. Well, a chillin, chillin is actually described as a Chinese dragon. Really? Because it looks like a deer to me. Not in the movie, yeah. In folklore, in, in Chinese folklore, if you look it up, uh, Chillin is described as a, a similar to a Chinese dragon. Oh. Which I thought, wow, that's impressive that oh. I got that close. Oh, because I give you a point for the whole China, him being in China yeah. sort of yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, but I don't fair. give you points for it being a dragon. Should have got half a point. Anyway. I'll give you a half that's a point. A, well, okay. no, in the movie, it's a deer. It's not It's not portrayed as a dragon, but you've you got to realise in folklore, it's- um, hmm portrayed as a Chinese dragon. Yeah. wonder why they didn't do that. Deers are cuter. I don't know who yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Uh, next, next point in your prediction. You thought that Grindelwald was manipulating Aurelius to kill Dumbledore, uh, and he leads him to believe that there's a prophecy that a Dumbledore must kill a Dumbledore. Yeah, it was in the previous movie. Yes. Uh, you're right in the fact that Grindelwald is manipulating Aurelius, but it's more about Aurelius proving his loyalty to Grindelwald, so I'll give you points there. Yeah. You thought- that- And it didn't make any sense in the movie either. No. There's a lot of questions- about why people are doing things why for Why is Dumbledore prophesied to kill Aurelius? Like, that's that's just not a thing. That's something they went into length in the previous movie, and then it was just not a factor in this movie at no, all. No, no. It was just, you need to kill Dumbledore because you need to prove your love to me. Yes. That, that's, yeah, that seems yeah, to be what he does to every character. Yes. You thought that Grindelwald would be motivated by the events of World War II and wanting to kill oh. muggles to prevent the future atrocities that he saw through Queenie. This is from the previous movie as it's well. It's not a plot point in this movie. Not a factor at all. World War II is just not mentioned, even though it's going on. Yes. It's just not mentioned. Yes. It's just he hates muggles. That's that's all there How is How the fuck it. can they travel to Berlin during World War II from England? Yeah, I don't know. Magic. Huh? Magic. It's stupid. This is this movie is. I'm spoiling anyway, my thoughts anyway. here. I guess they did retcon a few things by the sound of it. Yeah. Anyway, you said it's Wonka all over again. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is something interesting. I thought was was funny and enough to give you points for. You said that Jacob lost an obvious amount of weight. I give you points because yeah. that's the first thing I saw when I watched that movie. I was like, Jacob, what? <laughs> yeah. What's happening, man? Your bakery's not doing well. Uh, so this is interesting. You put this scene in there. You said it was to make fun of me. You said that Grindelwald uh, suggests that he and Dumbledore should. Join forces yeah. and uh, work together. 
and Dumbledore would, of course, refuse, and then it would be seen, it would be revealed that this meeting was happening entirely telepathically, like it was a yes. vision, yeah, and yeah. the vision would burn, and then, you know, we'd realise that. So, I said they were meeting in a diner, which was well, my reference to what you always say. Yeah, it was a restaurant. It was a but, restaurant. Uh, I kind of think, I think it's funny, because that it, that did actually happen. Yeah. That and accurately happened. Yeah. Everything you said was, except maybe the diner, everything you said was 100% correct. Yes. It's crazy. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? I and that was, that was in a dig at me, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it turned out to be true. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was funny. This is just something. So, what that- we've learned from this episode is anytime I make a joke, it turns out to be <laughs> accurate, accurate to the literary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you- these movies are a joke. <laughs> yes. Anyway. We'll, we'll pin it. We'll pin it. There's a lot we need to talk about. Yes. But going through your plot, I thought it was funny that you said that Jacob would. Uh, be adamant that he would be referred to as M-word Jacob. That just gave me a chuckle there. <laughs> yes. Just wanted to mention that. That was a joke. Mm, I know. Uh, you thought that Jacob's wand would be preloaded with spells. Mm. Not quite. No. The wand doesn't do anything. I actually thought that was really clever. I thought that that would have been a way that Jacob could be useful. Here's the thing, though. If that, if that was possible, then everybody would be a wizard. Yes. Like, there would be no muggle world. Everybody would be a wizard and the yes. whole world would be, would be united. Yes. Rather than, like, a, a, secret, a huge secret. But it gives me one of the biggest questions I have with this movie is why did they give Jacob the wand? There is an explanation for that. And we'll go into it soon. Okay. All right. Because I'm not too sure why. Yeah, there is an explanation, but I wanted to talk about it later. Oh, you called the laughing drink gag would happen, yeah. which you love so much. Congratulations. You get points for that. Now- the trailer really misled you, misled me as well, because it looked like Jacob was casting the storm in the party. Yes. You and I both thought that, that that's what was going on. Oh, you thought it was Queenie in your plot. Yes. Yes. I thought it was Queenie, but it was actually Lally controlling yes. Jacob. That's what actually happened in the movie, not Jacob. You said that Jacob would not let underage students at Hogwarts touch his wand. Mm, Just mm. wanted to shame you for that joke. Yeah. Moving still on. Good, still good joke. <laughs> I did. I actually did. I laughed. I forgot about it until I re-listened to the episode. Yeah. Uh, you called that the room of requirements would be in this movie. Congratulations, oh, yes. two point. It was in the trailer, but I love the fact that you called it. You didn't uh, mention it at all. No, I didn't, even though it's very clearly in the trailer. Anyway. Actually, no, I think you did mention it. Did in I? In all fairness, I just I didn't put it as a highlight. I can't remember if I Because you, you talked about like, oh, Dumbledore shouldn't know that this room exists at this point in the time. Did I say that? Yes, yeah. Yeah, he shouldn't, should he? Yeah, no, he shouldn't. (laughs) Anyway, so you weren't quite on the money with the briefcases. You thought that Mm. Lally would have a magical briefcase that was a trap. Now, this does happen in the movie, but all of the briefcases are kind of loaded with traps. And they're used as- I also said Theseus would have a trap briefcase as well. Yes, which he does. But it's all the characters that have it, and it's just to mislead the bad guys. Yes, and the audience. It's a game of Monty. Three card Monty, yeah. Mm-hmm. And some of them have bagels, some of them have papers. But So, you're kind of on the right track, but yeah. not not quite. Now, you tried to fit in the scorpion scene. Uh, what yeah. were they called? They Manticore. were called yeah, Manticore yeah. scene in, in, in the, from the trailer into the movie. And you thought it would be a creature that Grindelwald owns and wants to release on the muggles. Yeah. Um, it's actually a guard for a prison. A wizard gulag. A wizard gulag where Theseus is being held. It's very close because everything else you say about this scene is right. It's just what this room is. Um, so, in the movie, Newt comes in, breaks yeah. his brother out of prison. I do have a note about that scene as well. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> you thought that Theseus would die at the end of the movie. Yeah. That Grindelwald- something would happen. Grindelwald would kill him. Now, I give you a few half a points here because- Jacob nearly dies. Grindelwald nearly kills Jacob, yes. and that's like the emotional climax of the movie. But doesn't I like that his first act 
when he's uh, falsely nominated as like the the ruler of the Wizarding World, his first act is just like I'm going to torture these Muggles and um, we're going to take over the Muggle world. And everyone's like, yeah, that's great. But then as soon as like they're like, oh no, he's not actually the the leader. That was all false. Everyone's just like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, if a chillin huh? jumped off a bridge, would you join it? Like, Apparently what, so. What's with this political system? Oh, I, I've got a note about that as well. We'll Man, talk about it. So silly. Like you have all these like great candidates, but it's like chillin goes to this guy and it's like, all right. My vote's there. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll talk about it. Don't worry, I have a big note about that, yes. <laughs> uh, and is there a chill in every election period? Anyway. No, no, we'll talk about it. Anyway, like anyway. I said, I've got notes about it. I'm, I'm nearly done, but I've yeah. I've done all you, my research. You thought that uh, Theseus would die again. I, I actually like this in your plot. I thought that would be a really nice moment because mm. you said it would lead Newt to showing actual emotion, something he does not do no. in this movie um, where you thought it would make him angry. Oh, you mean the sideline character? Yes, and, and would raise stakes. It doesn't happen in the movie. Nobody dies. No, in this nothing movie. happens in this movie. You said that Dumbledore would face against Aurelius, but spares him, correct? Yeah. Give you points for that. That does happen. Uh, your plot ends with Queenie turning to the good side, and so does the movie. Yes. This happens. Now, you didn't think it would be in a wedding scenario, but uh, otherwise, you know, Queenie's back with the good guys. All is well yeah. and good. Now- that was all your highlights. That was all the things I thought were interesting to talk about with your plot. But with that- Also, uh, Queenie, you said that they, they go to um, get Queenie, rescue Queenie from- um, Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Never resolved in your plot. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. Anyway, you were just about to reveal how well I did. Yes. Uh, with that, you got uh, 46 points. What? Yes. That makes no sense at all. <laughs> That makes no sense at all. How did I get so... Oh, I guess because I didn't talk as long. I didn't go Maybe that was it. But for something you weren't too confident with, it's pretty good. Yeah. I, and also, I don't think that I was that close to the movie either. No, there was elements that you got like kind of close, but yes, there yeah, was yeah. a lot that... Uh, this movie went in a completely different direction than yes, both you or I right. thought. Even with our non-confident attitudes, it like I was really shocked with where this movie went. How did you beat me? I don't know. Talked longer. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think you just talked longer. But anyway, it's all good. I think we both were pretty far from what the movie actually was because, like I said, we can't predict nonsense. But <laughs> this episode is a mess, and I apologize to everybody because, yeah, this episode is very all over the place because <laughs> we didn't talk about our thoughts on Sonic the Hedgehog 2. We just went straight into Fantastic Beast, but I think it's important to talk about it now. Yes. Matty D, what were your thoughts very briefly on Sonic the Hedgehog 2? I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun movie. I, it did everything that I you wanted. You were a fan of the first movie too, yeah, right? Yeah, I was I didn't think the first movie was going to be good and then this yes. and then it you know came out and I was like oh that was better than I thought and when I watched this second movie it's it's not fantastic but I enjoyed it I thought it was a good kids movie so it worked for me I'm exactly the same had a had a good superhero esque vibe to yes. it I did think it was weird that because I always thought Tom and Sonic were like friends not this parent relationship yes, yeah I was the same that yeah. weirded me out yes because I was like why is he treating him like a kid and why is he a father figure yes. when he wasn't in the I first thought Sonic movie. was an adult. I didn't realize he was supposed to be a kid. Yeah, I thought they were buddies. And the first movie was they were buddies. And the second yeah. movie, they're father, father and son. And, yeah, it's weird. And, and there was no need for that? No, no, there was no need uh, for that. But other than that, I it mean- It doesn't play into the plot at all. You know, they knew what sort of movie they were doing and it was fun. I mean- It was a good Jim Carrey comedy movie is what I'll yeah. say. Jim Carrey had the most screen time in the movie, like even over Sonic. And, and he made me laugh. Yeah, it made me laugh too. I thought the movie, here's, here's my controversial opinion. I thought the movie was way funnier and way, way more impressive than a certain uh, Nintendo plumber movie that we're going to talk about <laughs> in the future. Yeah, that is a controversial opinion. Yes. But I, I might I, be agreeing with you. Yeah, I, I actually liked the movie. I thought it was funny. I did laugh out loud at a lot of the jokes in it. I wasn't expecting to like mm. it as much as I did. So, yeah, I think Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is commendable. 
Yeah. It's a fun time. Like you said, it's a good kids movie. Yes. I won't say it's fine. I, I, I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It's not going to be a movie that I put on all the time. It's not going to no. be a movie that I buy. But for what it is, I think it's pretty good. And I did a pretty good job handling it. I thought they handled the law pretty well. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty accessible from a, like yep. a newbie, like someone who doesn't know anything about Sonic. I thought- Some of the pop culture references might date over yes, time. But, yes, yes, uh, yes, of course. Let's not hold it against it. Yes. And he, we, we'd like to talk about CGI on this show. Uh, I thought- for what it was, the CGI in the movie was pretty good because most of it was, was CGI, but it worked in the same way that the Suicide Squad CGI worked. Because it was a cartoon. It, it basically worked as like an animated movie. Like I believed everything because of the tone of the movie and how they presented mm. the world of the movie. Like, and, and Knuckles and Tails, both really enjoyable characters. Yes. I found them both fun. Yes. Yeah, I and agree with you added 100%. a lot to the movie. Yes. Cool. Well, now positive. that we got that out of the way, let's talk about Fantastic Beast: The Secrets of Dumbledore. Yeah. Maddie D, what were your thoughts on this <laughs> okay. movie? And I know we're both on the same. Page. Yeah, yeah. So you claimed you're a fan of the first movie in this series. Yeah, I did. I liked the first movie. Yeah. Okay, I don't understand why. It was it was all right. It was fun. So okay, I, I just want to say all the stuff that's on my mind about this movie straight away. Okay, you go for before it. you go into it. Yeah. So uh, I think this movie. Uh, as in Fantastic Beasts, The Secret of Dumbledore, is way too bogged down in the lore of Harry Potter. Like, I just can't understand. I don't understand anything in this movie. I don't understand any of the characters. I don't understand any of the plot points. I don't understand anything that happens in this movie as, like, a film goer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think there's- Because the fact that I had to do two hours worth of research just to understand what was going on in the movie, I think is a huge problem. And do you still understand? No, I still don't understand because even what I read doesn't make sense to me. So, here we go. Here's some things that I wrote down while I was watching the movie. So, the first thing I wrote down was, I don't understand how the government works in the wizarding world. So, if a single chillin decides who the leader of the world is, then that means that the public doesn't have a say in the matter at all. Okay. So, I think my second watch through, I think I've worked out what's happening here. So, the chillins are only brought in if uh, the public can't decide on a leader. So right. If, if the votes are, like, even, they bring in the chillin. Uh, or they also bring in uh, a chilling if they believe that the election is rigged. If they think, like, one party is, like, falsifying okay. their thing, they bring in a chilling to, like, prove once and for all. But in this movie, if the chilling can be rigged, what's the point? Yeah, yeah, what's the point? I think in this movie, I think the explanation that they're trying to give is that here are all the candidates- Here's who the chillin thinks is the right yes, candidate. So the chillin can look into someone's soul and yes. see if they're pure of heart. But it's still going to go to a vote. So make your own decision. But this is who the chillin thinks. And that's yeah. going to sway some people. Yes. Yeah. That's I think right. that's what they were going with. Yeah. No, that doesn't really make sense. And also the chillin picked Dumbledore. And Dumbledore's just like, no, no, I wasn't in this election. Pick one of the candidates. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to go. This I'll random woman. Pick this random woman who barely is a factor in this movie. Yeah. Like, what? how does that work? That's not democracy. That's just magic. Oh, it's magic. There you go. Nope. Magic. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was silly. Uh, I also wrote down, what's the purpose of the prison with the manticore? <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it have just been easier to kill Theseus straight away? Or send him to Azkaban. Why does the tie only work as a port key when Newt touches it? That's right, yeah. So, in the Harry Potter universe, from what I understand, from what they've told us in the books and the movies, is a port key is a port key. If you touch it, it teleports you yes, somewhere. Yes, that's right. Anybody who touches it is teleported somewhere. Everybody's touching this fucking tie. That Newt uh, gives Theseus, everyone's touching it and it doesn't teleport them anywhere. It's not until they need to escape from the prison, when they touch the tie, it works as a port key. Maybe it's only one part of the tie and you've, you've got to touch that specific spot. A man, the man in charge of the gulag is wearing the tie. Also- uh, what, what, <laughs> He port keys accidentally, that'd be funny. What, they're, they're like uh, little 
uh, gremlin thing. What, what's that little um, echidna thing that the snuffler or whatever it is? Uh, yeah, I know who you're coins, talking like, about. Like a platypus kind it of. It somehow thing. manages to untie a tie by pulling it. Like, how does that work? <laughs> it does the opposite. Everything really. in that scene made no sense. Like, n- it was just complete nonsense. Well, the whole movie I thought was complete nonsense, but that whole scene really topped it for me. I'm like, how does this prison work? So, all right, so the prisoners are taken into this prison to be killed. Like, it's like a death row sort of situation I where so. they have these fireflies who are in lanterns, but yeah. when the firefly dies, goes out, that means that the manticore is like, oh, it's time for me to kill this person for some reason. And they're hanging upside down, being they hang gu- them upside guarded down. by a little manticore. Manticores, yes. Why? So if if they're just sent there to die, what just just kill them? Just just kill them. Why why aren't they being killed? And also, it's supposed to be like a secret prison as well, huh? What is going on in this fucking scene? And how easy it was for Newt to actually get in there as well? Yeah, well, he went in with like official papers, m- meaning that this secret prison is it's not on, secret. Is is not secret? It's on the books. You need uh, government permission to get in, huh? Can you explain this to me at all, Matty D? I it's I don't know. I have no idea what this prison is and why it's there. I what? think what? it's it's there because Newt needs something to do and he yeah, needs and they to need re- an action scene in the movie. Yeah, and he needs to interact with an animal, but everything else about it is kind of It makes no it made no sense at all. It was complete nonsense. Uh, so the whole reason that Jacob was given a fake one, this is what they told us oh, in the okay. movie, right. was so that he could blend in in the wizarding world. So they wouldn't realize he was a muggle. Yet huh? yet all the newspapers say Muggle attacks a uh, like political candidate. How do they know he's a Muggle? How does the Wizarding World know he's a Muggle? Also, how does a wand make him blend in? Yeah, like, exactly. they're not. They don't pull out their wands. No, 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 all no. the whole reason he has the wand is so he can blend in, so people think he's a wizard. Yet nobody thinks he's a wizard in all of the newspapers. Uh, also, I don't understand Karma's purpose. <laughs> Karma, uh, Karma. So yeah, I don't understand yeah, Karma's Karma. purpose in the, in the overall plan. What? So okay, so in the movie, he's sent. To be like a spy for Dumbledore yes. in Grindelwald's ranks. And yes. then like when he arrives, they're like, oh, he's spying on you for Dumbledore, but let's let him in anyway because, you know, oh, he he's, has some purpose here, but they don't explain why. And, and are we as the audience supposed to be unsure what his allegiance Motivations is? are, uh, no, I don't think we're supposed to question it at all. I think we know that he's one of the heroes, so right. we know that he's, but he doesn't do anything. So and he's at the end, s- he just betrays them anyway. And, and he gives no information to them, so it's not yeah. helpful. yeah. It didn't make any sense at all. I don't know, man. This movie makes zero sense. This whole movie was just a complete waste of time, as I predicted it would. And it's- uh, What are your thoughts, Matty D? That was all my- Oh, uh, that's all your thoughts? Okay. Uh, look, man, I think it was one of the best movies to come out this year, I think. In like 2022. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's was, why it was it on was, your most forgettable it was, list. It was amazing. No, uh, I didn't- I actually called it one of the worst movies of 2022, if you remember that yes, episode. Yes. Uh, no, I didn't enjoy this movie. I think it's very hard to enjoy this movie. It was, and I'm trying to sort of contextualize why I didn't enjoy it, but I think it was just such a mess and um, and it was so pandering. And I think yeah. when when we watched it, when I watched it the first time, I described it to you like they were presenting something really bad, but trying to flash you things that you like so you forget yeah. about how bad the movie is. Yes. It was like, you know, giving you the most bland porridge in the world, but, you know, throwing in a marshmallow there and being like, look at that. You got a marshmallow. It's a great meal. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. The whole thing's good, right? Because that one marshmallow, like, or, you know. So, that's how I kind of felt about this movie. And I thought that the pandering really annoyed me because it was so on the nose. Like, it was so forced. And it just felt insulting. Like, even if you like the original movies or the lore in any capacity or the books- 
then you just leave feeling insulted that they kind of bastardized yeah. the stuff you love to kind of make this movie good. Outside of that, too many characters. Everything was convoluted. Nothing made sense. I thought going into this movie, I was like, how are they going to answer things around the blood pact? How are they going to answer things about Dumbledore's history? It's going to be really interesting how they're going to yeah. do that because it's it's kind of messy if you kind of read into it and try to figure it out for yeah. yourself. And they did none of it. It, it just came they across- They didn't answer me- any questions. No, it, came, it was messy. And as we said, it was a movie that didn't really matter. If you take this movie out, of the franchise, well, it's not going to be a franchise anymore, but the yeah. franchise they were building, nothing happens. Where we yeah. where we started was where we ended. No one learns anything. No one loses anything. There were no, no stakes. There was yes. no real sense of urgency. So, Grindelwald is, uh, for some reason, pardoned for all his crimes, even though the previous movie was called The Crimes of Grindelwald, and then like in this movie, they're like, oh, he never committed any crimes, therefore he's allowed to run for election. I guess they were doing like a whole Trump metaphor. Maybe. Hit- uh, Hitler I mean, metaphor. Hit- yeah, it is a Hitler metaphor, because that's what happened with Adolf, but uh, with Adolf, but yeah, it, I don't know. It didn't man. make any sense, and then he became a criminal again at the end. Yeah, in a bubble, <laughs> bubble. Yeah, in it. Oh like, my god! Like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, this movie made absolutely no sense, and this is everything I hate about the fucking Harry Potter franchise. If you remember in that previous episode, I said I'm not a fan of that franchise because I think it just became a mess, and this encapsulates everything that I really hate about the Harry Potter franchise. Mm. All power to people who like this franchise. If you like this movie, you know, no insult to you. If this movie made sense, yeah, to you, if you please, like this movie, sorry, please uh, explain it to us. But yeah, this is just everything I really don't like about the Harry Potter universe. Yes. It's bogged down in its lore. It's too self-serious for the nonsense that it presents. And it doesn't know what tone it wants to be. Yeah, that's a big problem. The tone is all over the place. And I got to say, when I watched the first movie, I kind of liked Newt Scamander. I kind of sure. liked Jacob and I kind of liked Queenie. And there was a few characters that I, I enjoyed and Who I liked. Who was the other character that they forgot about? Remember she and turned up for the wedding at the end? Oh, yeah. Newt, Newt's- um, I completely forgot about that character interest. in that movie. Yeah, she was completely in not this, there. In this new movie, yeah. But there was something likable about these characters that, it, you know, I was attached to them. In this movie, all of their charm for me was completely robbed. Yes. Everything that made them enjoyable. And so, like, I was watching this a Dumbledore movie. movie. Yes. But even he wasn't as likable as he should yeah. have been. So, it, it's hard to get into a movie where you just don't care and characters- are kind of annoying. Like, Lally yeah. is, was so annoying. Yes. yes, you wanted to talk about Lally. Oh, what just, was going on with that character? I she had know. the potential to be an interesting character. That voice, man. She's an American actress, yet she's putting on the weirdest accent that I've ever heard. It's it's so ah, crazy. Jacob. Yes. I don't know what where I'm from. Am I doing a transatlantic <laughs> accent or am I doing like a weird Midwestern? I don't know. It's accent. L- it's like an old school like infomercial. And everything like, is so annoying that I say radio broadcaster yeah. kind of thing. It's it, it did from, land for me. She's from New York, but she's doing like the weirdest like transatlantic accent. And they keep doing it all the time. Yes. And it doesn't sound like a real voice that I'm doing. And she's like the one character in the movie who's like doing a voice. Oh, well, and then there's Newt Scamander who who started off being like a kind of shy, interesting kind of character and now he's like hobbling around. He's like, like a weirdo. He's like, we described him off air, we described him as like Igor from the Frankenstein movies. Yeah. So, Bella Lugosi plays the character of Igor in the Frankenstein sequels and he's like a very strange sort of introverted man who just walks around going like, yes, master. 
Mm. And yeah, this is essentially what Newt's commander became to Dumbledore, who was the lead character in this movie. It's mm. just like, eh, I have no social skills and I must uh, do this and that. I'm very strange. Yeah, and it makes no sense why any of these characters are there. So, firstly, yeah. you can get by with a movie like this if you like the characters. You're sure. like, okay, they're, they're together, but at least I'm on this journey with them. But I don't really like these characters at this point when I'm watching yeah. the movie. And so, I'm like, well, why does Dumbledore hire Newt commander? So, the thesis. whole reason, the very flimsy reason that Newt is in involved is because he's an expert he's a he's a magizoologist the the only magizoologist is because he understands chillins and they knew they knew in advance that Grindelwald would be acquitted of his crimes and run for election and then the election would be rigged and then use the chillin to call who the leader of the yeah, and how did they know any of that how did they know any it was Dumbledore who knew this right. by the way and he was like, okay, so therefore there's only one chillin' who's going to be- I know for some reason that a chillin' is going to be born on this exact date at this exact time in this exact location. Yes. So, because Newt is a magizoologist, he can go and get the chillin' and- also, Grindelwald knew this, so he sent people to kill the chillin' in advance so he could rig this whole election. He knew all of this was going to happen in advance as well. It's nonsense. And and he, This is all nonsense. And him being a magic zoologist really doesn't do anything. No, what, no. What, so that's the only reason he's tied into the plot, but he doesn't need to be there for any of the rest of the movie. Because essentially, their mission is get the chillin' back, right? That's their mission, yeah. or, or stop the chillin' from rigging the election. So him being a magic zoologist has nothing to do. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't help them at all. Um, and also, why is Dumbledore's team just made up of his friend, as in like Newt's friends? Hmm. Like, why? Why? Of all the people in the Wizarding World, of all the auras, of all like the the people, the school teachers. I know yeah. Lally's in there, but he's got a whole bunch of like powerful and wizards. McGonagall. For him. Let's not talk about McGonagall. <sighs> Non-impact in this movie. Yeah, her knocking at the Hogsmeade door. Yeah, yeah somehow. And and uh, we were talking off air about the mirror. Uh, relationship that Abathor oh, has yeah. with with uh, Aurelius, Aurelius. Slash Credence yes. again a non-factor in this movie. Also, we said in a previous episode that uh, Aurelius died at the end of this movie. He does not die. No, he just seems sickly. I don't know why he's sick. I don't know why he's dying. I don't know. This movie's nonsense. It's not. Um, it's just complete. No- nothing makes any sense. And it's it feels like it's written by an unhinged person. Oh wait, it is. <laughs> J.K. Rowling. <laughs> yes. Um. Not a fan. I wouldn't recommend this yeah, movie. This was a fucking terrible movie. Um, I think it was one of the worst. There are sometimes with these movies that you can find something that like is interesting, but with this movie, no, no, absolutely not. Would you say it's one of the worst movies we've covered on this show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you say it is the worst movie in the Harry Potter Wizarding oh, World franchise? Undoubtedly, it, too easily the worst movie. But the thing about this movie is, I know in a week's time I'm going to forget ninety percent. Absolutely, of it. you said it was the most one of the most forgettable movies so, of twenty twenty. I stand by the fact it is the most forgettable movie, or is this one of the most forgettable movies because yeah. it, you know nothing matters, nothing makes sense, and nothing you know leads anywhere. So it's exactly. Like, Nothing ever sticks in your brain. The only thing you take away from this movie is the, the little cool shit of previous movies that you see. So <laughs> just the like, nostalgia, oh, look, the snitch, just oh, inserted look, for no reason at all. Harry, Hogwarts. Oh look, Slytherin kids. But it's so obvious that that's what they're doing that it's kind of annoying to see that. Yes, absolutely. But what do you, the dear listener, think of both <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog two and Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore? Yes. You can let us know in several places. You can send us a a message on uh, Instagram. Uh, is that something we can do? Yeah, yeah, you can. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This episode's a mess. Uh, you can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail and tell us how terrible this episode is. 
or you can just simply leave us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site. It's been an emotional one, Kieran. Yes, I, I think feel it has. exhausted. Yeah, me too. Uh, I feel like you got a lot out of there. Yes. So, uh, 10 hours of uh, work went mm. into this episode before it was even recorded oh, for me. Was that worth it? No, absolutely not. <laughs> you look tired, boy. I am exhausted. I just need a nap. So, <laughs> please let us know your thoughts. And before we wrap it up for another week, let's talk about what we're going to be discussing next week. Let's. And this is going to be an interesting one because we're actually going back to doing a plot prediction for a change. So, we've only done one plot prediction this entire year. It's February <laughs> and we've only done one plot prediction. Well, we are trying to get through our back catalog. Yes, so. that's right. So, we're actually talking about a sequel to a movie that we've covered in the past because next week we're going to be predicting the plot of Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Mm. The sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife, a yeah. movie that both Matty D and I liked. Yes, can't wait to see what they do in the sequel. So please join us next week for uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. By the way, returning, the only other movie we predicted this year was Madam Web. <laughs> uh, Celeste O'Connor is returning as her character of Lucky in this movie, and she was one of the Spider Women in uh, Madam Web. There you go. So two movies, the only two movies we've covered this year, they both feature the same actress. What are the chances? There you go. So yeah, please join us next week for uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire, and until then, have a magical day. I wouldn't come any closer because this little hedgehog had way too many chili dogs. Oh no, oh no. I'm so embarrassed. Get out of here quick. Oh no, here comes another one. Go now, save yourself. Whoa, 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 stop right there. I wouldn't come any closer because this little hedgehog had way too many chili dogs. Oh no, oh no. I'm so embarrassed. Get out of here. Ugh, I knew I should use real farts. Whoa, what's Alfie done now? Wait, you've not been biting Timothy's bottom again, have you? It's Broadacre.